What's up, guys? Winners here podcast back for the first time in like three years. We've uh, recorded two podcasts since the last Thrones episode that we actually put out, and nothing's made it up. One of them sucked. Uh, the other one just couldn't get it uploaded. So we're gonna, you know, start from scratch and hope that this audio works out. And if it doesn't, tough shit, because this is all we got, and our producer sucks and doesn't actually have any skills whatsoever to uh, make anything fixed. A bull. So here we go. Uh, Matt, Adam, and Cody here. Not sure if Brian's gonna be getting on or not, but uh, we'll see. I guess. I don't know if he texted. Yeah, he is. I don't know if he uh, is going to text back or not, but perfect time to do this podcast. We're uh, recording this on Sunday night. Baseball regular season's done. Yeah, last day of the season. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on the season? I guess from a Red Sox perspective, what are your thoughts on the season? Uh-huh. Marty's last season was pretty sad. Old Davey Don, Dombrowski. Oh, I said Red Sox. Oh. Yeah, you my, confused my the shit out of me, out. dude. I was like, Sorry. who fucks my Marty? Audio cut out when you said that. Oh, that's fine. All right, so I guess that now we're going with the... It's disappointing. Disappointing they didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, after last year, I guess it's a big disappointment to have pretty much the same core and pitching didn't hold out. They never really did have a reliever of, like, a number one ace, and that that seemed to hurt him. The biggest thing I saw was a stat yesterday, I think, was that four teams for the first time broke 100 wins in baseball. Yeah, I saw that. The Twins, Yankees, Astros, and Dodgers. I think that was the first time that ever happened. Yeah. Four teams have lost 100 games. It's uh, That's true. what do you think about Dombrowski? Are you concerned? About him. Are you concerned uh, that he's no longer there? I mean, yeah. I heard that. I heard stuff about Theo Epstein too in Chicago, but I would assume they would want to keep him. Yeah, I assume he's sticking around because they just got rid of like he got rid of Madden. I would imagine he wouldn't get rid of Madden and then, like skate on them you know that would be a shitty thing to do yeah pretty harsh man did you not see that they fired him they it was like a really it was a like a they said a mutual separation kind of type thing but they like left on really good terms is what they said he still wants to coach yeah he said what'd he say uh Said something about oh shit. I can't remember the quote now. I don't think that blunt helped at all. Anyways, moving on past that, back to the uh, the old Red Sox. You think oh uh, think Mookie's? You think Mookie's gone? No, I think he's gone. Yeah, you think he's gonna go elsewhere? No, is he a free agent after this year? Yeah, it shocks me that you don't know that. See what yeah, happens. We stop doing baseball that. podcasts. You stop reading into stuff. <laughs> Amazing how that happens. Yeah, seriously. Well, I don't think so. Well, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. The Red Sox are going to pay the most for him. He's not going to New York. Their outfield's already set. 
I don't see anybody paying more than Boston would to keep him there. Yeah, you never know, man. The way shit's been going, you never know. You just never know. Can't J.D. Martinez opt out after this season, too, if he wants to? After this current season? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he can opt out. I don't think those guys are just going to leave. I don't know, man. That was a one-bad season? You just lost your manager. Maybe the ship's on fire. They're getting the the, the F out of Dodge. I mean, they're it's a tremendous letdown for them though to win the go from winning the World Series and not even making the postseason. Especially when you look at the for Yankees, sure. what went what happened to the Yankees this year with all the injuries. If you would, if I would have told either of you that the Yankees were going to have the injuries that they had this year and they were going to win as many games as they won, would you not have taken that bet? And then if I would have said, "And the Red Sox won't even make it," you would have you would have taken that bet any. No matter what the monetary value was, there's no way you saw this happening. No, not, not at all. No, I, I would have thought Boston had better pitching. Now, I still don't think New York is that, that great. I don't think their rotation is that solid. They may have one of the best bullpens, but I don't think what one through what four is what you need, kind of in the postseason to go deep. I don't think they're that strong one through four. I think a lot of that depends on Severino's health. Like, he only pitched, what, two games? He pitched well, but, yeah. I mean, he ain't pitching yeah, postseason baseball. Season, Those games didn't matter. Period. They were already in where they were in. Yeah, I'm worried about them going deep in a series. Well, did you see? Especially if they have to wear out their bullpen. Did, did you see that uh, Gio Urshela has, like, a mild ankle sprain now, too? No. Yeah, yeah. more bad things happen to the Yankees. Yeah. Just injury after timing. injury after injury after injury, man. It's crazy. I'm so not they'll play uh, Twins, right? They'll I'm, get uh, in a so. five-game series. Yeah. They'll get three to five in New York. I believe so. Yeah, they'll have, what, home field advantage up until the Astros? I will say this. I wish that we would have gone back and looked at our or listened to our last podcast we did, the last baseball one we did, Matt. Because I'm pretty sure that uh, – sorry about that. That stupid shit started playing audio for whatever reason. Um, we talked about how potent the Twins' offense could be with all the additions yeah. that they made in – what, they set the MLB record for home runs this year? Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. I like, thought they won 101 games, though. No, I wouldn't have guessed they would have won that many. Much. Yeah, I guess just a couple things I'm surprised about is I'm surprised how bad the Indians played. Um, Didn't see that coming. I kind of I had a little bit of higher expectations for the Reds, but I think that was – a bigger kick in the nuts because they kind of started to play well there for a minute. And yeah, I was wondering. five wins is still an improvement over last year. Yeah. I'll take it. 
And I think uh, it was a great trade future wise to get rid of who they got rid of to keep uh, Bauer. I mean, or at least to get Bauer for the time being. Definitely comes around. Aaron is pretty awful for the Reds. Yeah, but he's got a whole whole off season to work out the kinks. My theory is he's probably trying too hard. Yeah, we'll see what I I think he'll be I think he'll be back back in business Definitely next Sonny year. Sonny Gray carried that staff this year. Yeah, Sonny Gray yeah. had a really good year. We well, we had this too. Who? Who'd you say? Yeah. He had a really good year. Just didn't hit. Didn't have that bullpen. Well, I mean, the starting pitching is starting to come around at least. That's a that's a big plus. They've got a lot of young guys. Like, I think that they they're legitimately on their way. And I think, especially in that division, it's been a very tough division. But the Cubs' window is pretty much closed, right? Like, they just got rid of Madden today. They can't seem to stay healthy. All their guys are getting older. Pitching is mostly old. I think a, a lot of guys on their offense can still hit. Are good. Javi Baez is good. Chris Bryant, Rizzo. I mean, there's a lot of good core guys there to build around. But they're. I don't think their starting pitching has been that strong for the last couple of years. And you got to do something to get pitching. You're going to have to give up either prospects or MLB ready talent now. So who did they get rid of? I don't remember anything big... about their prospects for the Cubs. They mm-hmm. don't have any. They trade them all away. Yeah, I think I think their window's closing. They would, they do something drastic and like you know trade Chris Bryant and sign like Anthony Rendon maybe. You know, he's he's gonna be the biggest free agent this year, right? Yeah. Over sure. Cole. Over who? Garrett Cole. Derek Cole is a free agent. Yeah, him and Rendon yeah, are like the top two. I would, I would yeah, say him Cole. And Rendon are gonna be. Cole's got to get like record money. Has to. Yeah. Like his numbers are stupid this year. Insane. But we'll get into those numbers when we talk about the uh, the award races. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Braves played well this year. Ninety-seven. A little disappointed. The Cardinals. Uh, I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not as worried about the Cardinals as I am about Acuna not playing, and Freeman having that elbow issue. He said yeah, today he's lucky. like still not healthy, so that's not good for us. Donaldson hasn't been hot. I want them to beat the Cardinals so bad. Yeah. I would have rather gotten the Cardinals than the Cubs in the postseason because just based off of hitting matchups, yeah, the Braves hit right-handed pitchers better than they hit left-handed pitchers. What about the Brewers? They're actually in the playoffs. Yeah, they got really hot there right when Yelich went down. The Nationals. Fuck the Nationals. You know what? Fuck the Phillies. How fucking funny is it that the Phillies didn't make the postseason? They've been around a 500 team for a while, barely over 500. They haven't been that competitive towards the end of the year. They were in it 
until the last two weeks, I guess. But, I mean, you know, and Bryce Harper quietly had a good year. Shut the fuck up. There will be no praising of Bryce Harper on this podcast. I don't like the guy, but he had, you know, 30-some home runs and over 100 RBIs. What was his batting average? I just, I don't, I don't understand all the hype on Bryce Harper, to be honest. Oh, he's not worth the money, for sure. That was one prediction, one prediction we did make in that old-ass podcast we did was that Soto was a good enough player to help carry the void with losing Harper, and then you couple that with Anthony Rendon. And the big three pitching staff they have, like, nobody's missing him in Washington right now. And they got off to an awful start, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. It's been fun to watch the Braves this year, for sure. Like, I watched more this year than I have in a lot of of recent years. It was really fun to watch. I was just really disappointed that CUNY didn't get to uh, the 40-40. But I think that's... Yeah, he's still he's still young. Yeah, he's good as fuck. So yeah, the uh, the Astros are uh, really good. Turns out. So thing I read earlier was the first team ever to not intentionally walk a single batter in an entire season. Wow. And last year they only had. Four intentional walks, and I read the article. No, like I read the article, and the manager was saying almost the best hitters are a three hundred batting average, so they're getting out seven out of ten times. Why put them on base and put more pressure on my pitchers that doesn't need to be there? Let's just let them go. And he's like, there are certain situations where. It, that's what you should do, and I will do it again in the future, but not right now. And, I mean, shit, why would you have to intentionally walk someone when you've got Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander and then Zach Greinke right there? Like, I'd rather have them pitching than putting people on base. Yeah, all their, feel, all their pitchers can feel their position, too, pretty well. Have you watched Garrett Cole uh, pitch? Yeah, he's really good. It's like... He throws effortlessly, throws 100 miles per hour. It's one yeah. of the most stupid things to see. Like, it looks like he's just, like, warming up, like, not putting any that, effort into it. He got that Astros picky dust. That was uh, one thing I was listening to starting nine, and one of them said that and said, are people going to wonder that if they're trying to sign Cole? Is he going to be that effective outside of Houston? Charlie Morton is. Yeah, good point. That was actually the point that one of them made, too, was that Charlie Morton will help with that. I saw he's starting the uh, wild card game. Really? Yep. I saw Scherzer starting for the Nationals. Yep. Man, he was on pace. He was on pace to finish, like, phenomenally, and then that back injury, dude. Like, it didn't. they didn't even act like it was a big deal at first. And he missed, like, almost an entire month. I think he missed, like, five starts. Yeah, he missed quite a bit. And then when he came back, like, it, it went from seven, eight innings to, like, five or six innings. 
And even came out and said that he wasn't throwing like maximum effort. That was really great yeah, for my fantasy season. Yeah. The Nationals bullpen will be their downfall at some point in the playoffs. Even oh. if they win the wild card game. Been trash. Doolittle even. I don't even know if he really had an injury. I think they just sent him down to have him work out whatever kink he was working with because he was melting down there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That. I don't... Yeah, so they're probably nervous to have to put anybody out there if the game is actually on the line. But it doesn't. And even if they win that game, they'll what? They'll play the Dodgers after that in a five-game series? Yeah. yeah. They'll have to use their bullpen at some point. Press the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bueller probably gone out there game one. I I haven't looked, but I would I would assume that they're gonna use Bueller. Would be the assumption I, I would make. And then Reeves second. I, I would go. I, I think mean, Kershaw will go Kershaw second. Third. He would be second, right? I would I would pitch Kershaw second. Well, Reeves stunk it up the second half, so. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, he still had really good numbers, but. So, the NL wild card game, are we going to keep talking over each other? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we, I guess, before we get into the playoffs, or do you guys want to go straight into the postseason and discuss all that and then get to awards after? Anybody have an opinion? We can do it. We can go to awards first. That's fine. All right. Well, this shouldn't take too too long. Should be relatively brief, I'd imagine. Um. So I guess let's just start with rookie of the year. It uh was a little bit. I think it would have been a really good race in the National League if my boy on the Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. Wouldn't have got hurt like he did. I think it would have been yeah. he would have gave Alonzo a run for the money. But dude had a crazy year. He's gonna be a stud. He wasn't even. He broke the record, right? Yeah, he broke Judge's record. Fifty three led the league with fifty three home Plus runs as a rookie. Fans talking shit too. And won the home run derby. Dude wasn't even starting when the season started. Like had to win his spot. Soroka. Soroka had a phenomenal year, but there's no way he was competing with what Alonzo yeah, was doing. Alonzo runs away with it. Yeah, I mean, we could, as a Braves fan, I could argue with you and be like, well, Soroka was important to a winning team. Alonzo yeah. did that shit for the Mets. But when you look at just individual performance, the dude was on another level this year. And I think it's crazy that after all the Bellinger talk and Yelich talk and everything like that, Alonzo's the one that ended up with the most home runs. Yeah, it's wild. It's just, it's that youth movement, man. It's like we've been talking about it. There's so many good young guys coming up, and if they all don't get hurt and keep blowing out their arms and shit, it's going to be really fun to watch in the foreseeable yeah. future for sure. I'm one, the one sneaky home run hitter was freaking sore ass for the Reds. Yeah. I saw that coming. I just had to add that for no reason. Yeah, he was. 
mashing this year, man. He, uh, I think he also led the league in strikeouts, though, if I'm not mistaken. That makes sense. Got to take the good with the bad, I guess. I love it. So, I would say the AL's uh, Rookie of the Year is unanimously going to be Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah, even with not a full season, but I think he did enough. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. That's who I voted yeah. for. Just yeah. came up, jumped off the bus, started mashing home runs. Ridiculous. Um, what'd you say? He got caught up in June. Yeah, and it made an immediate impact. Made a dangerous team that much more dangerous. Speaking of which, I didn't, I didn't meant to say this earlier when we were talking about the Astros and the intentional walk thing. They're also the first team ever to lead the league in strikeouts for pitchers and have the least amount of strikeouts hitting, which is crazy if you think about that. Pretty wild. So let's just get to the to the good one, I guess. A.L. Cy Young, who's your pick? Yeah. It's obviously it's got to be Verlander or Cole, right? Has to. Yeah. Do we just I give think it? Cole's gonna win it. Do we just give them like Co. Co. Cy Young and call it a day? <laughs> I, think, I think Cole's taking it, man. It's so sad that no other team has like a. It's it's one of those two guys. But I mean, look at the numbers. Verlander's twenty-one and six, record two fifty-eight ERA, point eight zero WHIP. He had three hundred Ks, two hundred twenty-three innings pitched. Cole wow. was twenty and five, two point five ERA, point eight nine WHIP, three hundred twenty-six strikeouts, and two hundred twelve and a third innings pitched. He wow. had fourteen starts with ten or more strikeouts. And one or less walks, which overtook, I think, Kurt Schilling's record. I have another stat for you. His last 21 starts, he is 15 and 0, with a 178 ERA and 216 strikeouts. Yeah, that's stupid. That's like what, like the whole second half of the season, basically, like right before the All Star break, dude. That's stupid. I think Cy Young is yours with numbers like that. But, I mean, you've also, I guess, how much stock do you put in the fact that Verlander threw a no-hitter? And he's yeah. a lower whip. Well, that's pretty important. You said point eight to point eight nine. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking point nine. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's drastically different or anything. Full struck out 316 people with 46 walks. That's mind-boggling to me. 326, you mean? Is it? Oh, yeah. It must not. What you're looking at probably didn't account yeah, for it today. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know, man. I just read it. I looking at the numbers like Verlander has one more win, one more loss, slightly better whip, but Cole's ERA is slightly better. Cole has more strong. I think Cole's a more dominant pitcher right now, and I don't know. I would be. It would be hard for me. Like if my vote were actually mattered in this, it would be hard for me to vote on one of those two guys. I would probably I just, just have to... 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5. Been pitching so well lately. Yeah, he's been dominant. Dominant, like, lights yeah. out. Yeah. He's in the season so well, I just think it's going to be hard not to vote for him. We'll see what happens. Matt, who you got in the NL? 
I, uh, I'm not sure who's, I mean, it was Ryu the first, what, three-fourths of the season? See, I think it, the first half. I think it was Ryu, and then when he started to slip, Scherzer, Scherzer was about to take it, and then when Scherzer got injured, I think it, it became DeGrom's. Yeah, but everybody nowadays acts like that doesn't matter. Like you, you don't, you don't base the Cy Young off wins and shit like that, which to me is kind of stupid. It is, but generally twenty wins is a big indicator, and if you hit that eleven and eight, eleven and eight, I mean that's a winning record. That's better than last year. This year, so it wasn't like they were terrible. I mean, I think they ended up over five hundred. Yeah, two hundred. The wild card race for a while, so yeah, two hundred and fifty-five strikeouts. Not too shabby. That's fourth, fourth in all baseball. Yeah, leads is NL. He's got the best whip in NL at nine point nine seven. Yeah, but I feel like if so, Scherzer is only. 12 strikeouts behind DeGrom. And Scherzer missed out on, like, what, five starts? Even if he gets eight a, eight a game, that's 40 strikes. Like, he would have he would have definitely won the Cy Young if he weren't injured. Yeah. And I'm upset about and the, that. And DeGrom, 300 DeGrom. wasn't out of reach. He hit 300 last year, yeah. I think. Yeah. Who, Scherzer? Yeah. Yeah. Dude's DeGrom's dominant, man. Scherzer. Ground September numbers were 129 ERA, 0.71 whip, and a 41 to 5 strikes to walk ratio. Yeah, his numbers are. I think it would have been a fun race between him and. It would have been tight, like the AL Cy Young, if Scherzer would have stayed yeah. healthy. Um, AL MVP. I mean, it's Mike it's gotta Trout. Trout right? It's got to be. Best series ever had. And he, and he got injured and missed time. Yeah, last month. I think Bregman made a good push for it at the end of the season, but Trout's numbers are just too good. Yeah, Trout's really good. And if we're having that discussion, Trout's definitely more valuable to his team, I think, than Bregman is to the Astros. Yeah, the Astros have four pieces around him. Oh, for sure. How bad would the Angels be without Trout? Seriously. I just, that's the one thing that I don't get. I don't understand why he signed that contract extension with the Angels. Maybe they said they'd eventually put a team around him. I don't know. But why would you? You're wasting your prime. True. He just likes it there, I guess, man. Well, don't you want to win? I'd imagine you do. He's got faith. There ain't no he angels. Be, there ain't no angels in bothering him. Let's just keep talking at the exact same time. We're going to make like red and green little placards next time. And when you're ready to talk, you put up the green one. And put up the red one when you're going to stop. This ain't push buttons. Push a button, talk. Yeah, I need a little mixer. Be like, mute. Stop <laughs> talking, stupid. You're wrong. Anyways. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't get it. I I understand that Trout's not that guy that wants like all the national spotlight and attention and all that. And he obviously, I think that even as ridiculous as his, as his extension was, I still think he could have gotten paid more. Period. So oh, yeah. he's definitely not trying to get all the money in the world that he could get. So I just don't understand why you would want to stay on a team that's not winning. It just doesn't make sense. If you don't want – are you – like you don't care at all about any championship of any, like individual or team, you're just content with going out and just like, I'm the best player on the any field that I'm on. It doesn't matter if my team wins. How do you become that player if you don't have the competitive desire to win? Let's see if we I don't can get an interview set up for him. Yeah, have, him. see if our people. Yeah, I don't think it's him that, that cares. I don't. I don't think it's him that's the problem. He's probably competitive. He just realizes they haven't put a competitive team around him. I mean, he has to know that. But he's already wasted how many years? He's basically uh-huh. coming into his prime right now. He's what, twenty seven? Yeah. He's coming into his prime like now. If they don't get good for another four or five years, that puts him at what? I mean, and granted, it's still Mike Trout, so he's still going to be. He could be even better now or then than he is now, but he's going to be on the decline of of that side of the game. Wouldn't you rather start winning now? Then wait till the the tail end of your career. Of course. What did you say? I said of course, but oh. he's they're not competitive now. But it's uh, it's uh, that you're you're right. It's ultimately it was his decision. But like Adam said, maybe he just likes playing there. He knew when he signed the contract that the team would have to go out and spend in the offseason to be competitive because they don't have prospects and they're not an up-and-coming team. I guess Otani's the only thing to get excited about. But, I mean, he knows the situation there. He knows they're not going to be competitive for a few more years, assuming they told him that they would try to build a team around him. He's just like, okay, well, give me my yeah, millions. Yeah, you blame Trout then for that. I'll just keep hitting balls into outer space till you guys figure out what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. The thing that concerns me with him is, like, what if he starts getting injured and we see, like, Mike Trout never win a championship? He's going to be really rich. Oh, he's already there. I know. $430 million? Yeah, he's... I think he's pretty set financially. He'd have to really fuck up to, uh, to lose that money. Period. It just goes to show in baseball that a guy like that, I mean, is impactful to his team, but he's not going to win him a championship by himself. He can't. Baseball's a little different. That's the fun thing about baseball is regardless of how, how much of an impact one player can have on a game, they seldom can carry an entire team to a championship. You just don't see it. Basketball is the biggest example. Yeah, you, basketball, you only start five guys at a time. So if you have two superstars, you can be competitive and, and go deep in the playoffs. Can't do that in baseball. No. That's, I think, 
140 games. So that could be uh, a bad sign. Rut row. Hopefully that one don't backfire on the Angels like uh, signing old Albie Pujols did. Yeah. I call him Albie now, too, just in case you guys yeah. are wondering. Yeah. I thought so, too. All right, before we uh, get to the NL MVP, we're going to take a little ad break. We'll be right back. So the only word left is NL MVP. I think uh, I think Rendon made a hell of a push, but I just I just, I just don't think he'll do it. He'll he'll win. No, I think it's Bellinger's. I think it would have been between Bellinger and Yelich, but with Yelich getting hurt, too. the first half he had was just lights out. Yeah, he didn't play near as well in the second half, and the the craziest stat for me with him is that he hit lefties better than he hit righties this year, and he was awful against lefties last year. And it's just crazy to me that, that that's what happened. How yeah, that's make that bigger an adjustment. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. But yeah, I think, uh, I think Rendon made a hell of a push. I think he's going to get paid big time this offseason. But I think the award yeah. still goes to Bellinger. Uh, he might sneak in there, though, man. He had a hell of a year. I think Freeman will get some down votes there. He had a really good year, but just not the home run numbers that everybody else had. And Bellinger just got too hot too quick, and I think it was pretty much his all year round. Can You, you can see my screen, right? Do you see who the number one pitcher in war is this year? see your face. Oh, you can see my face? Oh, it's Mike yeah. Miner at 7.8. And he trailed off towards the end, too, a little bit. How many wins did he have? Like, only 14 Palmer or Bray. 15, I think. Yeah, yeah he's, he's down there somewhere. Former Brave. I saw Verlander at two there, though. At what, five? Yeah. That's crazy, though, that Miner's at 7.8. He's that much higher than Cole. And Ver- well, Cole's at 6.6, and Verlander's at 7.7. So it's just crazy yeah. to me that Miner is two or 1.2 points higher than Cole is. Verlander for Cy Young. That's 1.1 more higher. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, it does. I don't know. Obviously, you don't go off war, or Miner would win. And if that's the case, Strasburg has a better case for Cy Young than Scherzer does. And Lance Lynn would be higher than Garrett Cole by .3. Like, there's no way you could do that. Eduardo Rodriguez is ninth for Boston with 5.7. Like, I guess it just doesn't work the same for pitchers as it does for hitters. So, the uh, exciting shits here. Postseason time, baby. That's how we year. Sorry, Matt. It's probably not as fun for you. So, no, wild card. I'm excited to see. Go ahead. 
I'm excited to see some uh, potential powerhouse matchups. Well, I think it's going to be fun. I'm I think, happy my A's are in it. I always forget you're an A's fan. Like, every single yeah, time you say that, I'm, like, mind blown. So, Tuesday's the NL wildcard game. Brewers at Nationals. And then Wednesday's the AL wildcard. Tampa Bay at Oakland. And then the League Division Series all start on Thursday. So, that's where we uh, stand time frame-wise. Let's get to these matchups. So, I think, uh, like I said, Morton's starting for the Rays. I don't think the A's have said who's starting yet. If it's going to be Manaya or probably Fears, I think is who they're kind of debating on. It'll, it'll probably be him because Manaya just pitched like Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, we know the uh, the A's aren't afraid to use an opener and a bullpen and shit like that and pl- really play the shit out of the matchups. And with the bullpen they have, I I honestly I expect the A's to to beat the Rays. Who you got in that matchup? Rays, Rays, really? Yeah, I like Charlie Morton. Yeah. I'm biased. I think he's better than anybody that'll pitch for the A's. I mean, do we really think it matters? Yeah. You think it matters who wins out of that wild card? They're taking on Houston. No, no. No, not long term, no. I just, I don't know, man. Houston's got a hell of a big three there. And that's not even discussing their offense and the weapons they have there. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. The uh, Twins-Yankees is probably going to be really boring baseball. Probably not going to see a lot of home runs. A lot of 1-0 games, probably. You're crazy. It'll be like four-hour slugfest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, playing MLB The Show on Rookie with All-Star Team versus All-Star Team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with what Matt said earlier about the Yankees pitching rotation, but I think James Paxton, is he picked a perfect time to get hot. And he I think he could carry them. But that's the thing is, it doesn't matter who the starter is. If the Twins come out in the first and second inning and put up three or four runs apiece, you know, each inning, it doesn't matter who your starter is because they're going to be out of the game. That's a potent offense. But the Yankees have just as potent of an offense as well. So, I don't know. I think it'll be a really fun, fun little slugfest to see. And I just hope as a Braves fan that they can just, whoever comes out of the AL beats the shit out of each other. But I just don't I see, I don't see the Astros wearing down. Yeah, they're gonna be tough. TV. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, they'll beat a Tampa Bay or Oakland team in three games, so they'll probably be rested. I do think New York and the Twins could go. I don't know, four games maybe. I would see that. Like the Yankees in a longer series, especially when teams score or can have that much offense. 
they have a pretty pretty solid bullpen. So those guys are going to pitch a lot of innings, but they may be worn out by the time they hit Houston. So I don't know. I, the Yankees bullpen, I would definitely take the Yankees bullpen over the Twins, and especially in a, yeah. in playoffs, that's when your bullpen weaknesses really get exploited. And I definitely am taking the Yankees over the Twins in that matchup. But I don't think that anybody beats the Astros. No. Uh, the A's are going to win it all. You say the A's? Yeah. We appreciate your uh, unbiased uh, opinions. That was, that was sarcastic. Do you like them because their logo is the first letter of your name? No, I like them because I went to the 90 World Series. I was yeah, like, but they lost to the Reds. I, I was seven years old. It didn't matter. It mattered to them. Yeah, I was like, I like the Reds and I like the A's. I've been really swept. The Reds won oh, on four. Man, you're like a, whatever the opposite of a rabbit's foot is. You know, it's seven. Yeah, it's been a long, a lot of long years for them in the process, man. Thanks, I'm sure they really appreciate it. So, do we all agree that it's going to be Houston in the World Series? All right, so, so NL baseball time. So you got the Nats and the Brewers in the NL wild card. I believe it's uh, Scherzer and Woodruff pitching for the Brewers. Yeah. I think Scherzer. Nationals upper hand. I think it'll be Nationals over Brewers there. I think they got really, really hot right when Yelich went down, and I think that uh, some of that mojo is burning out. And the Nationals, I think they were like 9-1 and one their last 10 games to finish the season. They won eight in a row, I believe. Yeah. So they're they're hot at the right time, and they got. I mean, I don't give a shit what Scherzer's back feels like. That dude's a fucking competitor. And and who the hell is Brandon Woodruff? So like, he's not Max Scherzer. Yeah, exactly. I will make a crazy prediction and say that Woodruff homers off Scherzer in that game. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And that'll be. That'll be like the one run that Scherzer gives up in like six innings. Yeah. I'll just predict his whole stat line as we go, I guess. (laughs) So here it is, six innings, one earned run, off the home run, 13 strikeouts, doesn't factor into the decision. You still think the Nats will win? The Nats will win. And then it doesn't matter because they play the Dodgers. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of how the Dodgers go is how Ryu pitches. And Kershaw still got that uh all that bad playoff juju around him. So that puts a lot of pressure on Walker Bueller, but I think that he's right there with or he's right on the cusp of being right there with like Garrett Cole and Scherzer and Verlander as your top pitchers in the league, but I think he's still kind of putting everything together. But that Dodgers lineup is disgusting. Yeah, 
And if Bellinger gets hot again, imagine if he puts if he hits twelve home runs in the postseason. Monty had 35 this year. Who? That's pretty solid. Did Monty? Monty. Yeah. Oh, one crazy stat that I saw for this season was at one point in time, Bellinger had 45 home runs off of 45 different pitchers. Damn. And then he hit a home run off somebody, and it was the first time all year that he had hit two home runs off one one pitcher. And that would have, like, been a record. Because that's just a stupid fucking stat to even have. I don't think the Dodgers are just going to roll over the, uh, the Nats, though. I hope, I hope I it's like a dogfight. I, I like that to go to like four or five games, though. Oh, I think, it, I think it goes. It, it's gonna, I think it'll be a long series. Because they've got Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg. And Strasburg had a really good year this year. Really good year. It'll be interesting to see him in the in the postseason. I hope you know they. How, I, mean, I would like to not win. Does it matter? I hope they they just have a slugfest and wear each other out. Because then we got Braves Cardinals. What the hell just happened? Shit just went dark over there. Oh. Did you say Bloody Mary three times? Yeah, with the light. Uh, we got Braves Cardinals on the other side there. As I said, I'd, I'd rather have the Cardinals than the Cubs based off the pitching matchups and how the splits work out for the Braves. But that being said, Jack Flaherty has been like the best pitcher in baseball, at least in the NL, since yeah. the All-Star break. So that's not good. Pitch today, though. What'd you say? Pitch today, too, right? Yeah. Oh, he'll pitch. That's Thursday, so he'll have Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. I mean, he'll be on short, short rest. But who else would you go with? You have to go with him. Ain't right, I guess. I don't know. No, you got to go with Flaherty. He's your ace. I think the Braves will go Keuchel, Fultonovich, and then they'll keep Soroka for the game three road start because he had like I think it's the best ERA in baseball on the road this year. He had like a one five five ERA. And road starts and like a four fifty ERA at SunTrust Park, I think. But I legitimately, what'd you say? I said that'd be smart of them to do. Yeah, I. I have high hopes for the Braves. I think that I think we can beat the Cardinals, and I think that we have a shot at the Dodgers, just based off of how we played against them. Not too long ago, we beat we won that series against them. I think it was three two games to one or three games to one. So we can beat them. I don't think that we're going to get destroyed and manhandled like we did last year in the postseason. But I come in like amped up and fired up because you know they didn't end the season too well. Who Braves? Yeah. Yeah, they really fizzled out there. I mean. Regardless of, like, Freddie Freeman is the backbone to that lineup, but Ronald Acuna Jr. is the spark that gets everybody going. And that team is a lot different without him in the lineup. Period. Yeah. He's a monster. But that that's a big concern for me is what 
what's Acuna going to do? Because he was slumping coming into the finish of the season, and then he got hot just to get hurt. Donaldson hasn't been hot here lately. And Swanson came off the injured list and has been struggling. He's starting to turn it around. And then Freeman's got the elbow problem. So what are we going to get out of him? And then our bullpen still makes me nervous. Very, very, very nervous. And I still think that that will be our demise this year, will be our bullpen. However, things could be worse because we could have signed Craig Kimbrell to a three-year deal. Right. I think he got the better deal out of the pitchers that were free agents. Yeah, Keiko. Oh, yeah, that uh, that's no bueno, especially the way he pitched. Which sucks, man, because like, I've always been a Craig Kimbrell fan, obviously, being a Braves fan. Always lights out, man. And he had, if he would have stayed on on the course that he was on, he would have gone down as the best closer in baseball, period. His numbers right now are better than Mariano Rivera's, at least up until yeah, this not, season. Not everyone ages like Mariano. Yeah, that's the thing is like longevity. You don't see closers that close as long as he did. Uh, Ever. When they hit their decline, they hit it pretty hard, usually. Yeah, it, it's like one year and they're gone. Yeah. I want the Braves to win. We'll yeah, s- me too. We'll see what happens. I, uh, I've got high hopes. A lot of optimism. And I'll admit that I, uh, I did say at the beginning of this, like, before the season started that I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Braves finished fourth in the division. I thought that the Mets could be very, very surprising. And I thought, yeah, they became the Mets again. So thank God for that. Luckily, they're in our division. So get to enjoy that shit all year round. Yeah, I remember when you said that. But before the season, I mean, it was justified. And thinking that the Braves would, I mean, they didn't win 97 games last year, right? No. They didn't win the division, but I don't think they won as many games. The Nationals were down last year and started off shitty this year. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm really happy to see, like, I don't hate the Nationals near as much this year without Bryce Harper as I did. I actually like Juan Soto. I like the Nationals team, like their dynamic. I think that they're going to be – it's going to be fun to watch them and the Braves play with the the youth that both lineups possess. And I just – I don't dislike anybody like I dislike Bryce Harper. So I, I don't root against the Nats like I did. But, yeah, last year the Braves only won 90 games. The Nationals won 82 and the Phillies won 80. So, the so Phillies... the Nationals and the uh, Braves improved on that. Yeah. And the I Phillies... one game better. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what... Uh... <laughs> one war. All those signings. Yeah, I don't care what the war stats say. I just did the math. He's worth yeah, one win. One. <laughs> Oh, fuck Bryce Harper. I bet that was worth $330 million. 
I was on Twitter. No, they, get the, they get plus one for 13 years. <laughs> uh, 13 more through his prime. Great signing, Philly. Thanks for taking one for the team. I was watching a thing on Twitter earlier of uh, Chris Russo or whatever his name is, the Mad Dog, and it was uh, top ten players right now, and I didn't realize it was from April, and I was getting so pissed. I'm like, dude, how the fuck, how the fuck do you have Manny Machado and Bryce Harper on this list? Freddie Freeman's not on here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what what is wrong with your list? And then I looked at the date. I was like, oh, okay, this dude's not completely batshit crazy. Like I thought he was for a minute. Yeah, San Diego won 70 games. I wonder how many. I know you got some hype about them. I about San Diego. Yeah, San Diego was 70 and 92 this year. And they were 66 and 96 last year. So that would be four, right? Yeah, almost four. What was Machado's war? Does anybody know that off the top of their head for whatever reason? I don't care about that dude. <laughs> uh, I really don't. Would you uh, tell us how you really feel, please? I fucking uh, hate Machado. His three, he has a three war. Yeah, that's a I mean, three. He has 32 homers. Fuck Manny Machado. Don't say yeah. what you said and then turn around and start defending him. Well, he did have 32 I numbers. No, I, I gave you the... Okay. Uh, All right, well... It doesn't matter. I didn't hear that one. I could care less about that dude. Fuck that guy. If I hadn't already said that. So, leader in offensive wars, Trout, with Bregman second. Defensive war, speaking of the youth movement, is Victor Robles second, or I mean tied for first. Like, those are young guys all around. Not on uh, end, but. Matt Chapman's a beast for the old athletics. Tied with Javi Baez. That's just defense. If you. I, don't I know, know, that's crazy. But he was a 6.6 total war. Good for eighth place. I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm excited. Glad postseason's here. Hopefully the uh, Braves play well. The pitching staff holds up. The youth movement comes in, comes through, and in the clutch. Uh, I don't really know. Postseason baseball. When the games matter, it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm excited to see what happens. I really am. So, uh, closing closing thoughts, guys? Astros. It's going to be hard to beat them. Agreed. Yeah. I really don't want to see Astros, Dodgers. Like, even, like, just not take, take me out of the Braves fandom for a minute. I don't want to see Astros, Dodgers. I'd like to see an old school, like, Braves twin series. That would be crazy to see if that happened. Lost the last two, correct? Yeah, what I guess that's one thing I would like to discuss actually is like, you know, moving forward. Like there could be a lot of shit shaken up after this season, right? Like 
Garrett Cole, free agency. That could be, I mean, it's not like disastrous to the Astros by any means, but that's that's huge, right? That's huge to lose a player of his caliber. It depends on where he goes, but yeah. What if he went and signed with the Angels? Does that immediately make them a contender? No. Really, you don't think so? Makes him a 500 team, I think. 81 wins. Oh, I don't know about that. Think about what that would do for you. Like, think about what that does for your bullpen. Think about what that you could basically. That gives you a, a great day to rest some players when you've got Cole on the mound. Their offense is just. Not good outside of Trout either. Well, you got to figure you'll have Otani back full strength next year. Who is a beast? Who is a beast? I agree. And he should just—he should continue to get a little bit better. Like probably not like Trout is still getting better, but Trout will be better next year. They still have Simmons, right? Yeah. I don't know. I. I think it would be, I mean, whatever, we're not going to get into all those hypotheticals and, like, shit like that. Yeah, I think Cole, Cole even, could uh, really, really change things for Houston, regardless of who else they have. I think the Yankees are going to be in a really great spot next year, regardless of how this year shakes out. Uh, they're going to have too many players to field a team, assuming that, the crazy injury bug doesn't hit him again. I, to be honest, don't really foresee the Twins having, like, sustained success. I think they'll be good for a couple years, putting up a ton of home runs, and then I don't know where they're going to go from there. That's the hardest team to predict. I think the A's are going to continue to be relevant. It's going to be hard for them to leapfrog the Astros, though, but it'll be fun to watch those teams play in the foreseeable future. Tampa Bay is a Florida team, so you never know what's going to happen with them. They seem to be competitive about every year, though. Yeah, they seem to be doing something right. I don't know. There's a problem. No one does. And it's going to be hard for them to continue to be even number two with the Red Sox and Yankees in the same division. And the Blue Jays are a young team. Young team with a lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of talent. So, I mean, they could be right on, right on the cusp of becoming a legitimate threat at some point. They have three, like, second-generation I think they're the first team ever to have that, right? I think so. It's a youth movement, man. It's a fun time to be watching baseball. Fun time indeed. I think it'll be fun to watch the Philly struggle for the next 13 years or 10 years, whatever it was. (laughs) Um, I think the Nationals... Or, like I said, Nationals and Braves are going to be a lot of fun to watch with just the youth that 
that both teams already have on the field and everything that's coming up behind them. Uh, I don't know what the Brewers can continue to do. Like, I think that they're one of those teams that you could see kind of fall off the radar for a little bit. I think the Reds are going to make a push next year. And with the Brewers being in the division, that's going to have to take some wins from them, you would imagine. I think that the Cardinals are dangerously old and can't wait to see them not doing well. We kind of already discussed the Cubs, and I don't know what to expect. Really is. I feel like I feel like that division is always that way. And the Cardinals then, are always going to be there. It feels like though. Who? The Cardinals. Yeah, they're just. See, man, and that's the thing that actually concerns me about the Cardinals. Last time we were in the postseason and had that fucking loss was to the Cardinals, in that infield fly rule bullshit. I mean, before last year, I think it was like 2013. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That info fly rule was bullshit. You can try yeah. to tell me whatever you want. It was bullshit. I saw something on it today. It still hurts. But I don't know. I'm curious to see what the Dodgers do if they don't win the championship this year. Like, they've got to shake something up, right? You can't keep going three years straight and not winning and expecting shit to change. you got to change something up. They seem to have a different team every year, though, or at least different pieces. So they seem to retain their core guys, thinking that they should win, and then pulling in separate pieces. So I think their team isn't exactly the same as it was last year. Yeah, and they've got they're they're getting younger still. Like some of their core guys are aging, but they've got young guys coming up. Like look at what Alex Verdugo did this year. He had a really good year. I'm still I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens with the Diamondbacks next year. Like I'm confused as to how like they did the similar like same shit that the Rays did. How do you trade your your stud pitcher and continue to get better after you make a trade like that? You can't. That happened later in the year. So they were about about a 500 team, you know, when that happened, maybe a little over that. But, yeah, they're not going to get better. You don't think the Diamondbacks will? No, they replaced him and, what, the year before, Patrick Corbin? Yeah. No, last year. I mean, those are two guys you could build your team around if you kept them there. Yeah, but Marte, I mean, the season he had, man, like, that's a hell of a jump in, like, power numbers and stuff like that for a middle infielder. And then the fact that he got hurt this year had, like, a lower back strain. I think him and Tatis Jr. had the same, like, a similar injury, which just makes me wonder, like, are they going to be able to continue to produce that output, swinging a bat that violently for an entire season? Because they both went down this year at the end of the year, right when you needed them. Someone had a really good year for a team that's kind of not that's struggling. So, I mean, something positive for them. Well, part of the reason they stopped playing so well was because he went down. Yeah. But I don't know. 
Never really have any interest in the AL West race generally. I think last yeah, year. Houston, yeah. Did I say AL? I meant NL. Yeah, because the Dodgers are always freaking. Well, last year. It was more competitive last year. Yeah, it last was really year was. Last year. I think every All time. these teams were in it for. Till what, the last week of the season, I think? I think so. We were doing like a podcast every week. And I think every week the only standings that changed were the NL West. And at one point, I feel like the Dodgers went from first place all the way down to third place in the division. And then the next week, they were back on top. Like, it was fun to watch because they were just beating each other and changing everything around on a day-to-day basis. And it was fun to watch. But this year, it was just, I guess the Dodgers are the Indians of last year. Like, it was just never even a race, and there was no point in even paying attention to it. The only attention brought to them was pretty much reuse season and the ERA being sub two and all that. And supposedly the decline of Kershaw. But he pitched phenomenal too. I think on like one big stretch this year he had a sub two ERA. Like he's pitching well. I think he's just he's figuring out how to pitch with a much lower velocity than what he's been doing the rest of his career. And he's not he's obviously an intelligent guy. Like he's He's figured every he's figuring it out again. So like who's to say he can't pitch for another five or six years? Like everybody forgets that he was the dominant guy of the last how many years? Pound Verlander out, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised to see Kershaw and Verlander still continuing to dominate for the next five years. They have to start declining at some point, but I don't see why they couldn't do it. Verlander still throws like 95, 96, though. I think. Kershaw throws like 91. Yeah, but Verlander, I think Verlander can dial it up to like 98 if he wants to. I'm just saying everybody had him counted out like a few years ago. Oh, yeah, he was dealing with a hernia or something. Verlander. Yeah, he was like dealing with a hernia or something. Then he got healthy. Yeah. I mean, just it's a work ethic. Same thing with Scherzer. Like, he'd probably try to pitch six months after having Tommy John surgery. Isn't he like thirty six or something like that? He's not that. He's not as old. I think. I want to say Scherzer's like thirty four. Just feels like he's that old. He's been around for a little while now. He's still dominant, man. He's still freaky as shit to look at with those multicolored eyes. He's fun, like, when they play the uh, clips with the audio of him grunting when he's throwing fastballs and shit. He's fun to watch, because that dude, like I say, he's a competitor. and It's fun to watch yeah, guys he, like that pitch. He competes, for sure. He's 35. Well, I'm sorry I'm not keeping better tabs on him, man. <laughs> sorry yeah, about that. He's killing it. So now that we've gone from closing thoughts to doing like another twenty five minutes, um, does anybody actually have any closing thoughts? No. Cool. Ready for the postseason to start? Yeah, seriously. Tuesday's game, I think it's going to be good. I think both wild card games should be competitive and close. 
we should uh we should watch it and get fucked up. Yeah. Probably not though. I'm Probably not. It's a Tuesday, guys. Let's be responsible. All right, well, uh, hopefully we'll actually upload this podcast, or I guess we're just doing these for fun, for our own amusement. Uh, But we'll probably be back. Who fucking knows when? Not even going to try to make a promise. We're out. Thanks for listening. You guys want to try that sign-off again?